Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. I'd like to um, talk a little bit about the um, the unfolding of the practice um, uh, in in order for us maybe to um, understand what uh, we're actually doing here. Um, and uh, I think what I'll say will might end up will probably come a lot from um, Andrew Olensky. Um, he has a, a little book that maybe came out this year, Untangling Self, I think it's called. Anyway, last week, I think, I don't know if I told you, I, I was sitting uh, at um, uh, in a little cabin uh, um, north of Montreal, and... Um, I, um, I was there in the weekend with my partner sa Saturday, Sunday, and then my partner left, and then I was alone from Monday to Friday, a little retreat, and Saturday, Sunday, uh, he appeared again. And uh, I've done this uh, many times, but it had been a little while since I had done that. And uh, um, the first, for sure the first day and a half, I was falling asleep a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh... <laughs> typical on the retreat, you know, the first day and a half, like I could see my, somehow my mind was not, um, well, one way I'll describe it was refined enough to actually be uh, with that kind of stimulation of, uh, you know, air on skin and <laughs> movement of light uh, in the sky, you know, like uh, I think I was used to things more gross, you know, opinions, things to do, uh, to fix, uh, uh, plan or, uh, you know, debate about or, you know, uh, things like this. And so, um, but anyway, I'll just to say that uh, my, my, my teacher was uh, Andy because I had the little book and I actually read it um, uh, once and I would read just like a few paragraphs and I was like, <gasps> and underlying in the blue, a uh, lot of dissent. Then I would put the book down and sit and and try it out, you know, and then go back to the book. And uh, during the weekend, I reread it again because I, oh. And so I was underlying all the same parts, <laughs> but in black this one. This time the, the pen was black. <laughs> and so I was like, Pascal, you're just, uh, you know, underlying again. Yeah, it seems extremely important. And some, sometimes un twice, underlying twice, you know. And uh, I think I'm probably going to read the book a third time because uh, uh, I really like uh, his imagery. And um, so part of um, what he says, and check this out if, it's, uh, if you can uh, make a link with your own practice either today or in the past or un help understand uh, uh, you know, what we're doing here. Uh, so, uh, so he talks about... Um, 
kind of five, and of course I'm paraphrasing here huh, because that's it goes through my uh, my filters, and uh, so I feel absolutely free to do this. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and maybe it'll make you want to read the book, you know, and see for yourself what you're understanding from what he's saying. But he's uh, talking about, I think, five kinds of um, of the mind as the practice develops. And so the first kind of mind that we uh, arrive uh, with for many of us, and again, I'm saying these things, are they true for you? Do you recognize something in there or not? You know, which is also possible. Uh, these are all, uh, I see all the, the for me, um, the job of the teachers, the, the way I understand it, is that we're uh, in the retreat, we're offering a few words of guidance and a lot of, um, um, how would it be called, hypothesis. You know, like, hey, it might be like this. It's all em- element for research. Huh? So that's how I see the retreat here. We're in a research center. We're, we're researching discovering human nature. What is that that we call human nature that we're kind of stuck with? <laughs> you know. So what is that? So here we have a lot of time. And um, last week, Sunday night, when my partner left, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, nothing until next Sunday. Nothing booked, nothing planned. Just, I felt like I was an absolute millionaire of time. You know, like... It didn't seem like five or six days. It it seemed like forever. You know, the week is all totally wide open for investigation of reality. You know, and so we have also here this absolute luxury. You know, uh, and now I'm reminding you that you volunteered for that. <laughs> you might be questioning your decision <laughs> right now, maybe not, but. Um, Yeah, so the first kind of mind uh, is a mind that is, um, yeah, again, check it out, pretty caught. You know, it's, it's, it's basically following what appears. If it's a thought, it just clings to it in some ways and runs with it, follows it. If it's a mood, it'll, you know, do something with it. You know, it'll follow it, it'll, you know, despise it, it'll... Uh, believe it, you know, and sometimes it happens to be good moods, good thoughts, and sometimes not so good, and it's all good in the sense that we're going to follow anyway, you know, <laughs> more or less, you know, that's what's going to happen, yeah, uh, so it's the mind that goes through association and just whatever has been trained in the past is going to be, keep being trained, you know. Uh, and so there's no real big decision making, mostly. Um, so I'm 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 uh, presenting it the kind of most gross version of it. Of course, there's a lot of subtlety, and probably it doesn't apply to you, whose mind <laughs> you are, you know, really aware of and controlling <laughs> and directing, and is only has beauty in it. <laughs> you know, integrity and uh, ethics and uh, loving kindness. Um, so that the first mind is like like this. So we sit here a bit with with that, you know. Oh, this last week, next week, you know, uh, all these things. And the second kind of mind we're trying to work with is the I'll call it the kind of uh, trying to focus mind. You know, honey, back on the breath. 
<laughs> yeah, pull your resources from the ground. <laughs> we really need it, you know. <laughs> and you know, and uh, yes, it's all wind. You know, you're a tree, and you know, we're trying to, to focus. <laughs> With the help of the teachers, the really skillful uh, ways the teachers, uh, you know, invite images and uh, bring their voice at the right time, you know, for salvation. <laughs> Throwing boys, is that the, the word, you know? Hey. And so, uh, and so we, we apply that kind of trying to focus mind. So we redirect the attention, you know, we start, we try to wake up again to what is actually happening. I'm not having this debate with this person or this argument is, it never happened actually, you know. And so we're, you know, there's a kind of basic element of wisdom that comes in. We're waking up. Oh, this is not happening. What is actually happening? Oh, just nothing. <laughs> just weather, you know, warmth and whatever, you know, is happening in silence and breathing is happening. So we're, we're, and then whoops, the mind gets caught again in some ways. And in that, there is another m kind of mind uh, that uh, will, uh, will show up. Is the uh, yeah the afflicted mind no? So there's tendencies in our mind, tendencies for uh, you know aversion, tendencies for wanting other things, tendencies for uh, dismissing, not considering, tendencies for uh, you know even meanness, not you just. Me, I was going to say Jill and I, but no, not Jill. <laughs> you know, tendencies, uh, dormant, you know, latent tendencies for, um, for, um, you know, I mean, the range is so wide, isn't it? You know, tendency for apitoiement, for like self uh, pity, for self deprecation, self hatred, might be the self aggrandizement. If it's not one for you, it's probably the other. <laughs> I'm better than everybody here. You know, I'm worse than everybody here. So all these tendencies are there. They're dormant. And bring meditation on and they'll show up. <laughs> because, you know, once you open your eyes, you see somebody else walking, they walk much better than I. You know, so the tendency for the comparing mind, you know, all these kind of uh, toxic ways that the, that the, the mind can... Uh, behave, you know, they, they can surfa surface here, you know, doubt, what am I doing here, you know, that tendency was there, just a moment of, uh, so what, n what is needed for these tendencies to uh, surface, uh, what is needed is the tendency itself to be there in the mind, you know, so, so and, and then some stimulation, you know, you see something, you hear something, you feel something, you know, there's a slight little, I don't know, half a moment of electric shock in the knee or something, and oh my God, the whole week it's going to be like this, you know. <laughs> so there was the tendency, and there was a little stimulation. But a third thing is important to, to, for these tendencies to be revealed is lack of careful attention. And so this, at the first day of a retreat, probably we have plenty we can uh, <coughs> offer a lot of lack of attention. Do you recognize this? Like the mind being a little, you know? And so all these doors, in a way, uh, are open for the tendencies to emerge at any moment. 
you know, for uh, discouragement. Or, and so the whole week we'll, we'll probably see this uh, happening in different ways, you know. And, uh, you know, if a moment of lack of connection, like, let's say, let's take just walking, you know, we're invited to actually just be there as the foot is lifting, moving, and placing, or the body stopping when it was moving, and then turning. And this needs some refinement of attention to meet. Our attention not being refined enough, it misses. It feels like nothing is happening. So not being in connection with reality, the door is open for the latent tendency. Why are we doing this? We all look like zombies. This is never going to end. You know, There can be all kinds of things that uh, happen in the mind because the connection is... Uh, well, it's lacking connection. It's uh, the mind is not really touching, you know, uh, feeling the feet land. It's somewhere there. It's what's one word I uh, hear sometimes? Hovering is that, you know, it's kind of above, not really connecting with the breath. You know, oh breath, I hear this breath. You know, I'm told I should be with this, but I can't really look, experience it. Uh, fully, in a way. Do you recognize something? It's a kind of vague, or I'm uh, occupied under occupation. You know, other things are there, taking all the space. So I can't connect. And at some point, it might be um, here at different points during the day, today, or it might be at some point tomorrow. Or there will be the mindful mind. So the mindful mind will be a mind that suddenly is gathered long enough. It could be just for a second or a couple of seconds or a few minutes or 20 minutes in the middle part of the walking or at the end part of the sitting or in the first few bites of eating or, you know, I, I don't know. It could happen anywhere, you know, where there has been applying of attention, attention, and at some point things will gather a little bit and there'll be real connection happening. We'll feel it. Actually, Andrew Olensky was uh, uh, in the book is comparing it as a really nice little image that I uh, feel free to use also here. Um, he's uh, is uh, saying, imagine like um, a, squ- a square um, room, this is a square room, and it's totally dark, and you enter the room, and it's so dark that you don't see actually if it's a wide room like this one this or a very small little room or very, very... You don't know, it's totally dark. And so... Um, uh, so how does he do this? This is very conceptual, but uh, I thought it was something, you know, fun about it. So you, um, you, you go on one end to touch the wall and you go on the other end and then you figure it out, oh, so these are the walls and this... Uh, these are the walls, so you have to go to the extremes, you know, to touch the walls. And he's comparing this to, uh, you know, the, the the hindrances. So on one extreme there, this wall is the wanting mind, wanting something else. On the other side, you have uh, the mind that is aversive, not wanting stuff. Yeah? And so the, the process of being becoming mindful is going from one thing, touching this wall of wanting something. I want to be at the end of the retreat. Now it's enough. Or I want to be concentrated. Or I want to be somebody else altogether, not this person here in this life. You know, uh, and so an aversion like this, and you, and we're, f- we're looking for the middle of the room. Huh? 
So between the two walls. So we're touching on the wanting, the not wanting, and in front and back, it's like the agitated mind. Too much energy, too much thoughts. And in the back, the torpurous mind. You know, the sluggish, the mind that not enough energy to even meet, breathe, you know. <laughs> or here, you know, just uh, feeling the breath or hearing the sound is so dull, you know. So these are the extremes also in this way and this way. And we're looking for the middle of the room, the middle path in another set of, another kind of image is used. And so we're touching on both, and that's often the first day of the retreat, you know, too much energy, the next moment you fall asleep, too little energy, you know, and I want this, and now I don't want this, and and so, and slowly we find the middle, and whoops, in the middle we discover <laughs> that's still Andy, there's a little, uh, you go like this, blink, whoa, light, <laughs> you know, and so this image of uh, turning on the light, he says, is describe, describes it as a, uh, as um, uh, as a doubt vanishing, you know, like you suddenly you know where you are. You're in this room. You're in the middle of the. You're centered, and so that's kind of what we're building on here. You know, we're we get on that edge. We leave it. We go on that edge. That edge, and we're looking to be just here, simply here. With um, there's a kind of equanimity in there. The capacity to be here with things as they are. So, oh, it's like this right now. Body still, maybe warm, maybe sweaty, breath happening. So we're not, you know, I want enlightenment, I want to be further along, or I want to be back home. Or the, all, all this, you know, we let go of this, these extremes. And so we're just here, exactly as it is. And this way, uh, we're learning how to uh, how to be sensitive. Tell it like this: how to be. Uh, we're discovering uh, in action, uh, in uh, in a felt sense, uh, a good way to be in the world. It becomes experiential. Uh, we've let go of wanting something else, of not wanting, and we find uh, a kind of. Um, the right amount of uh, effort or energy needed, you know. And so it takes it takes time. It takes hours to, to kind of find this. And when we find this, we're gonna probably gonna lose it at some point, because there's again gonna be a stimulation and a lack of attention and a dormant tendency. And whoops, we'll go into why not me? I want to, you know this or that, feel this or that. Or, uh, and so, uh, yeah, we're here we're trying to find out how, how to be in balance. That's really what we're talking about. And uh, we're doing this through, which to me, I'm always, um, I've not, there's many things I haven't gotten over about this kind of, uh, you know, philosophy, technique, practice, that I'm still surprised after 20-some years, I, I'm, I still find it's remarkable that we would, um, you know, would say, like, just let's sit for a little while and walk for a few minutes and just sit again. There's so little to these forms, no? 
Like it's so not complex, you know, like, oh, you have to dive in the mud and <laughs> go up this ladder, then come down this rope and then cross this lake and, and then, you know. No, we're just going to sit here and walk a few minutes and sit a few minutes. And this form being extremely simple uh, reveals a lot. It can reveal a lot about the mind and how it's uh, meeting holding, uh, carrying, uh, you know, accompanying, uh, feeling, uh, perceiving, conceiving the world, you know, as it's happening. So we do this just as we sit, as we walk, and later we'll say, oh, let's move a little bit in different ways, you know, and do mindful movement. And there's the other kind of activities where, like, well, we, you know, we can't let these out, you know, in our search for simplicity, we can't actually not eat or not drink or not shower or not, you know, urinate. So let's put them in. <laughs> so we'll do these two during we're, the time we're here because we have no choice. And we'll make them practice. So that's really the art of being on retreat. Huh? So there's the sitting, there's the walking, and there's the, the going to the dining hall, the going back to the room becomes practice, the going up the stairs, the turning the handle, opening the door, the being in the room with or without the other or alone, and the brushing of the teeth, and the, I don't know, the figuring out you just use the lotion as soap. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and all these moments to actually uh, practice being there, being there. Um, and so here, everything is used to uh, uh, to um, to uh, invite this kind of balanced presence. And uh, and balance is really I mean it as a verb here because it, for the whole retreat it's going to be more of a balancing uh, it's not like oh I found the middle of the room that's it I'm done for the retreat but it happens to be a room that shakes you know <laughs> it's reality is shaky it's unstable it's changing and so we it's you know it's a kind of a dance as a, an image that is sometimes used of how to be here right now in these conditions um, and so there's a different qualities that are welcomed in there, a kind of freshness that Jill was uh, inviting really well earlier, you know, after the mindful movement we came in, and I liked the way, Jill, you said, you know, with bottles and keys, you know, leave also kind of assumptions or who or how you are, you know, and so there was a very nice invitation for a freshness. Oh, what is it to be here now? to be this one here now. So we tune in, we discover this here. So we're really diving under preconceived ideas, huh? ideas about how things are, and we're discovering how they truly are right now. There's a stripping down. That's one way we could talk about uh, this kind of mind, mindful mind there's, a, there's an activity, we could say, uh, I think, of stripping down uh, stuff. And, uh, and Drew, again, in the book, used this really 
good image. How does he say it? He says, you know, like how we tend, uh, us human beings, to complexify things. So again, check it out. Is that true for you? We make really complex. So we'll be sitting here and like, oh, so if tomorrow I have a meeting, tomorrow then I'll, you know, organize this and I'll take my nap then. And if I do this, you know, and, and we're just sitting here and, and we'll construct some, you know. I remember at some point I was on the three, first time I sat a three-month retreat I so didn't know, like I, you know, I didn't understand what the practice was, or it takes time to understand. And I remember I, s- I would spend hours organizing my clothing for the weeks. You know, they would say, like, in two weeks, we'll do laundry for you. Okay, I have two weeks. <laughs> you know? And I have that many pairs of socks, and that many underwear, and that many T-shirts. And, if the, and you know, like... Like, you never know which day you'll be caught and you'll, you'll drop the soup on you and, you know, how <laughs> things are going to... It's unknown, but still, I, like, I was using a lot of time to, to organize laundry, you know? And so, it's, so the same tendency that we obsess about something else at home, at the retreat, we'll start obsessing. It's the same kind of mind, latent mind we bring, but then it will adapt, you know? At home, I'll be angry about these ones and this one. And here, I'll remake my society in here. <laughs> my enemies are here. Those I really don't like are these two. You know, I haven't talked to them. I don't even know if they speak French, English, or another language. But I know that type. <laughs> you know, and this one I really like. This is my best. You know, we've never talked yet. <laughs> but I'm just recreating the same scale of my outer world in here. Do you recognize something like this? It might you might recognize it at some point, you know. And uh, or you know, like at, at I don't know at work. Maybe I put a lot of pressure on me, so now I don't have to work this week. Let's put a lot of pressure on me about the meditation. You know, the same kinds of tendencies will start to organize around the different stimulations. Yeah. I was going somewhere else. That's the mind getting caught here and there. So the stripping down, yeah. So so yeah. Andy is saying, um, um, you know, we tend to complexify things a lot. You know that here is a really good proof of this. Can you walk a few minutes back and forth? Can you sit here back? You know, and it can become really, but the rest of my life, and I should have started this practice earlier, and when will I be able to convince that person to come on retreat? You know, and it's all like, so the uh, image he used, uh, uh, Andrew, is, uh, he said, uh, you know, we're kind of stripping all this baroque ornaments <laughs> that we add onto things, you know, like all the all this stuff that we add onto and when we, we strip. So the whole process this week is a, stri- a process of stripping, 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 you, you know, we could call it renunciation. We're renouncing opinions. We're renouncing uh, um, preferences. We're renouncing mental construction. There's a word for all this in Pali. It's a really beautiful word. Maybe some of you know it. It's, it the, the word is, uh, expresses really well, uh, you know, the, what it um, talks about. The word in Pali is papancha. 
Papancha is the proliferation of mind, you know? And you just sit the mind anywhere in this room, sit it a few minutes, and Papancha will be revealed. Do you follow me? How it will start making things, making past that is not here now. It'll make it up. And depending on the mood, it'll make a different past. You know? In a good mood, ah, everything always turned out okay for me, you know. In a discouraged mood, nothing ever worked for me, you know. And it'll build and create ornaments, you know, and get caught in this. Um, and so here we're stripping uh, all this. And in the Buddhist practice, the stripping goes very, very far. It's a, it's a kind of completely stripping out. We, we even go as far as I'm going in the furthest point of the stripping here. We're even stripping out the idea of me, I, at the center of things. Huh? And we're just discovering, we're, we're going further, that's what he says, I think, in the book. We're going further than Descartes, you know. <laughs> Stripped a lot of things, you know, like you were thinking about it, a lot of things, but uh, so, so what is it? Uh, I think, therefore I am, that's a kind of stripping down, huh? You know, you could think, but I'm thinking about next week and then next week. And you're like, no, 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 you're thinking, therefore you are. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> it's like, let's cut to the basic here. And the Buddha goes a little bit further. Uh, the end result with the Buddha is there is thinking. You know, like there's not even I am thinking, it's thinking is happening. So we sit here and we discover this. Oh, fear is happening, dullness is happening, calm is happening. Joy is happening. Huh? We even, and so that's a further point, so I'm not expecting you to experience it or even understand it, it right away or maybe you'll kind of intuit it or understand it on a certain conceptual level or maybe you know this from inside. But um, if, you, if, you, if you don't resonate with this, that would be absolutely natural because it's kind of counterintuitive. But I want to still name this that the stripping goes towards, uh, you know, we're sitting, the mountain and I, until only the mountain remains. It's a beautiful uh, pithy, is that the way to say it, uh, expression of this kind of stripping that happens in Buddhist, uh, in, the, in these kinds of practices here. So we sit here, and we learn to actually let go. When usually... What we've learned and trained, maybe unknowingly, was to actually adore, adore, be fascinated with all the ornaments, and follow all the, you know, and and really be valuing and uh, engaging and uh, and cherishing and producing, you know, and now we're saying, well, let's try the path of renunciation. Let's not be fascinated by the ornaments and the conceptions and proliferation, papancha. Let's learn to drop it. And so that's what we do as we sit and walk. The instructions are, can we just come to what's the bare minimum of what's happening? Oh, hearing is happening. Coolness is happening. Breathing is happening. So we're stripping down. So it's good for us maybe to name this as a group. This is what we're doing here as researcher. We're saying, hey, Let's strip down and see 
what's going to come at the core of experience, you know? And if in the stripping there's not something that can be gained as we let go of something, something else, maybe some space or some calm or something that could be gained in that stripping. So that's what does the mindful mind. Just uh, recognize that, oh, this I can let go of and just experience. uh, And the stripping will go, uh, um, you know, as far as, as, um, you know, what we could maybe call, language is hard when we get there, but uh, kind of nature of mind. What's the nature of mind? We might discover that the nature of mind is not only to produce thoughts, that's, it's something that it can do and it does sometimes or it does obsessively or habitually you know, but we might discover oh, actually there's no need to produce thoughts you know, that's not the actual basic uh, nature of mind what is the nature of mind and here what we're discovering together and I'm naming it on the first day because it's there what we're discovering is, is this little activity of awareness or this 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 knowing aspect of the mind you know that there is this thing that is happening when we're sitting here on the chair or the cushion is that there is sensitivity that's pretty bare like you try you can remove everything about the story of I let's drop our stories personal stories we can do this no we can say there's no let's drop the stories what if we dub the stories, what's left? Oh, there's a body definitely sitting. This we can't remove, you know, it's really there. Or maybe we could even remove body and just say, well, there is pressure. There's an experience of pressure. There's an experience of uh, expansion and contraction. And also, there's this particular aspect of what's happening is knowing. Do you see what I'm talking about? Like if we strip everything down, still we're being touched. Huh? There's, there's something that is, you know, if it gets really, really hot here, we might have done all the stripping in the world, heat is going to be felt. If it gets really, really cold, it's going to be felt, you know. And so the feeling, feeling, what feels, what cognizes, I don't know what words to use, is kind of something that we want to become really interested in as uh, as uh, meditators, you know. Not so much the opinion, but that the opinion is known. Not so much the mood, but that the mood is m- known. Do you see what I mean? There's something <coughs> that is touched by joy. Something is touched by discouragement. And so here we want to slow down and just notice this. So this morning, one of the ways I tried to express it was saying the birds, the, the attention, being attentive, you know, not being so much in papancha, proliferation of mind, we can actually hear the bird song appearing and disappearing, no? And uh, the bird song also reveals that we're touchable, you know? Do you see what I mean? So the wind, now it's not the bird, maybe it's the wind, reveals that there is awareness.
it reveals that there is something that this touch knows, encounters. Uh, sometimes the verb that is uh, is used is reveals. Huh? There's something that reveals sounds. And so in the process of being here, we really want to become aware of this. So our opinions are losing a little bit of their values. Our wanting, I want this, I want that, is losing a little bit of its value. Its value is in the fact that it's actually revealing that something is touched. There's an activity of being touched. It happens all the time, you know. In a few minutes, it'll be touched by taste, by freshness or crunchiness or smoothness or saltiness or sweetness, coldness or warmth. And so uh, here we want to slow down and we have the luxury or privilege to be able to do this, to slow down a little bit, to actually feel the feet entering the sandal and discovering What's the nature? What's human nature? Human nature at its very core is being touched. Is being touched. And so we're returning to the experience, the experience in the world. Check this out. Is that true for you? We've been a little bit lost in describing. You know, that's that's the thing. If there's two people and I'm experiencing something, and I want to share it, I have to create concepts to actually share the experience. I was on a holiday somewhere, so we all agree on holiday, it means going somewhere else, and it was warm, we agree on the world warm, we don't get to feel it, you know, but we get to... So there was, where does it all started? From an experience, and I wanted to share the experience, so I had to put words into it. So you're listening, and... Uh, you don't have the experience, but you can kind of from memory and all this relate, you know. And so, and we start living in this, communicating with one another and as a groups, cultures, you know. And we get stuck a little bit in ideas about things. Do you see what I mean? We're moved away from the experience. But it all started with an experience. But now we're living in, oh, I hope I'm going to be enlightened at the end of the retreat. These are all ideas, you know. And and so here we come back to really the basic. Where did it all start from? It started from experiencing. And now I'm sitting here and I keep describing. Do you see? Like, I, I have a hard time being here, experiencing, because I'm so used to describing, thinking about, conceptualizing, creating past, future... Uh, what if there was this, and if this happened, what am I going to do? And it's all like speculation, conceptualization. And here we're returning to the basic of the human experience, which is feeling. Feeling, that's where all the words come from. They come from something that was felt. And so here we come back to this, and we're learning how to feel. Because there's a way you can feel something, and grasp it, cling to it. I want to keep it, I want it. This is really hard feeling this way. And there's ways that we feel things that we tend to push away. I don't want to feel this. And so here we come in this situation where it's kind of protected environment, you know, 
silence help a lot at 42 people <laughs> you know and we come back to feeling so that's the kind of practice we do and we relearn how to feel how to feel without grasping going to this extreme wall there or without pushing away or without missing because we're so dull or bored or disconnected or without missing because we have so much energy we learn how to feel because that's the basic activity of a human being is to feel things and in that capacity mindful mind to feel will get into wise mind and wise mind inside vipassana will be the mind that is uh, quiet and balanced that can feel and for whom is that the wording here is revealed the dynamic nature of what's felt huh? what f- what is felt appears and disappears and so we want to become so good at feeling that the true nature of reality will be revealed and the true nature of reality is dynamic things come together and then they break in some ways and being here stable balanced meeting wind we'll actually feel it and we'll feel it come and we'll feel it go and if there's a hot flash then you'll feel it come (laughs) and you'll feel it at some point go and if there is discouragement then you'll feel that particular formation, you'll really feel it knowingly with balanced mind, caring mind, compassionate mind, and you'll feel it appear, discouragement, do its thing and disappear. And this is freedom. Freedom is the capacity to feel and to know um, that uh, all of what's uh, happening is uh, ephemeral, passing, you know, coming together in a pleasant form sometimes, whoops, dismantling, coming together in an unpleasant form, you know, and whoops, passing away. So one Burmese technique that helps us do this really known Burmese official seal Burmese guaranteed (laughs) approach is slowing down a little bit from habitual ways of moving just slightly you know so is one version the other is And you'll notice, wow, that I felt the fork going from there to there. And then that movement vanished. And now it's this one. (laughs) And at this point, this one finishes, and then it's this one. (laughs) And, uh, And, you know saltiness or curiedness or 
Italianness, you know, appears ah, and ah, vanishes, you know. And so, and the mind, you'll see the mind, oh, I want to keep that recipe, you know, and it'll <laughs> cling to the experience, or oh, I do it better, you know, I would put a few beans less in that. <laughs> <laughs> It is quite okay. But then the rapport with thoughts will also change. Instead of like being totally fooled, kind of swallowed by thoughts, you know, like uh, um, under the spell of thoughts, we'll notice, that's freedom, the arising of a thought and its passing, rather than being fused with the content, you know, we'll be able to see the the appearing and vanishing nature of everything. Emotions going to be extremely helpful for you and all your loved ones that you know the passing nature of emotion. <laughs> and uh, passing nature of opinions, of preferences, of view, of perceptions. You know, how we perceive things. This is not going to work. Well, this worked out pretty well. You know, wow, how things are perceived, how they seem, you know, even as instability in it. Quite something. This needs a mindful mind, a mind that actually is stable and attentive, that stays uh, with objects, with events, with phenomena, enough, with enough stability to see it appear and disappear. So that's a kind of an overview of uh, what we're doing here. So hopefully that would be the hope for me is that some images or words would have had an impression that would leave and it would become a kind of a, you know, an, an, an instruction or like showing the path, you know, oh, stripping down, oh, knowing, the knowing experience, knowing feeling is at the core of the experience. Can I come back? to uh, the ex- experiencing, knowing, uh, or anything else that, uh, you know, finding balance in what's happening. Okay, so let's uh, just uh, sit for a moment uh, here. I mean, we're already sitting. It's a success. Uh, just notice what's alive. not demanding anything of reality, not, uh, if at all possible, also uh, not trying to produce anything, but just noticing that meeting his is happening. meeting with uh, that is happening a contact we could say 
but it's happening with the body can that be experienced uh, with balance this is how it is right now in this body possible experience of uh, hearing it's very natural sensitivity to sounds and silence it's a live dynamic voice of the teacher appearing disappearing requires that we let go a little bit of the timeline here of I was there, I was this one, I am this one, I'll be this one. We let go of that fascination, storytelling, timeline. We discover what's alive here now, sensitivity is. how to be sensitive with care maybe with appreciation or compassion appreciation if what is known is lovely maybe compassion if what is experienced is hard painful
may we learn how to feel and sense in a healthy way, in liberating ways. May all beings be able to do that. Thank you for your listening and consideration. I hope this was helpful in some ways. Thank you. The meal will be served uh, if everything goes according to plan in uh, five, four minutes. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.